welcome to the Daily Californians Arts and Entertainment Awards of 2019. My name is Anika and I'm the Fall 2019 Arts and Entertainment Editor. My name is Grace and I am one of the Fall 2019 Assistant Arts Editors. And my name is Ariane, I am the other Fall 2019 Assistant Arts Editor. Yes. Um, well, Grace is also going to be our Spring 2020 editor, and we'll talk a bit about what's to come in Spring 2020 at the end of the podcast, but today we're here to talk about our department's votes, um, our picks for the best of 2019 in television, music, and film. So, uh, this is a great start to actual awards season. Um, let's get into it. Uh, so for television, of course, we had the Emmys this year. Um, check out our content on that. Um, but let's start out with Best Variety Sketch Series. Uh, and the winner that our staff chose for Variety Sketch Series uh, is no surprise. It's Saturday Night Live, which I lobbied for it not to get an Emmy this year in this category, which it did. But I'm actually happy with awarding it the win for these awards i think that in this past season season 45 which just started they've actually been very strong i thought that the david harbour episode was hilarious it was so good um both of the new cast members i think have made strong showings um i loved some of the phoebe Mollerbridge bridge stuff um so i think they're most recently yeah it was hilarious. Hilarious. It was hilarious so they've been doing great they're the mothership um it's no shock that they won this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had a little bit of competition from Documentary Now, which is a very SNL-adjacent show, oh, is yeah. how I think of it. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, SNL is the one that we always come back to. So, yes. Um, let's move on to Best Variety Talk Series, Talk Show. Um, and our staff actually selected The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, which is interesting considering I don't think Trevor Noah's been getting that much love on, like, the awards circuit by any means since no. he started. Um, I but, think there's... Yes. Well, no, I was just going to say, but it doesn't matter because our staff is the most informed. They really <laughs> are. <laughs> they so. really are. They clearly yeah, made a very that, strong yeah. choice. You'll see that throughout these awards. <laughs> We're not ripping on our staff. We, we are a part our of our staff, staff and I promise you I made some questionable choices myself. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, think, I think that Trevor Noah is absolutely a voice of reason and also someone on the late night kind of platform that's closer to our generation, um, if not quote-unquote the voice of our generation by any means. I do think that he's someone who can kind of appeal to people our age more, um, and there's a lot of new network and cable and streaming hosts that are emerging but i think that he's doing a great job with like a, a legendary platform the legendary show so yeah. yeah also shout out to stephen colbert who was our runner up the late show uh should we talk about best actress in a comedy let's oh, i think we should <laughs> uh so our winner for best actress in a comedy um is phoebe Waller-Bridge for fleabag it has been her year uh, we'll see if that continues at the Golden Globes, but yeah. she won at the Emmys and she won again here. Yeah, it's kind of her last last chance to to make a run for it. To, for this show, to, right? Because yeah, the second Fleabag. season's the end. Right, the second season is the end, and so um, Fleabag is a show that really took off this year. Unfortunately, right before it is no longer going to be airing seasons. Um, but that's been a trend in TV. Like, Schitt's Creek been. also got a lot of love, and yeah. that's ending. Yeah. Bojack Horseman also is getting a lot of yeah. love. The Good Place, too, yeah. more or less. Um, yeah. So, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, shouts. And Best Actor in a Comedy. Yes. <laughs> best Actor in a Comedy. The moment we've all been waiting for. Is Bill Hader for Barry. The best TV win on here. It's the only one that matters. It really is. He's so good in Barry. Bill Hader, patron saint of the arts department. He really is. (laughs) (laughs) We love Bill Hader, but also because he's talented and he's a serious actor. So serious. Um, 
Actually, though, and Barry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. He's just really, like, I think that his dimensionality is something that, obviously, I was going to be like, it's so underrated, like, as if not everyone has been talking about Barry <laughs> for the last, like, year and a half. Um, but he's, he's just got, he does have the range. He simply does. No, he does. It's kind of crazy. On Barry, he goes from being, like, this lovable doofus who doesn't know how to flirt with a girl to being a literal cold-blooded killer. Yeah. And the fact that it's just, like, that's believable is a wonder in and of itself. Not to mention that, you know, the show is fantastically written mm-hmm. and he's directed it. Like, you know, it's just, it's very much his show. Um, yeah. And he's incredible. And that's another thing, like, the fact that he has his hands in so much of it. Mm-hmm. But, like, that could really go either way. But yeah. he just has such a... a vision and it's so well articulated with the team that he's created for it it's it's phenomenal everybody watch barry yeah it's, it's so really good. good he knows how to write for himself <laughs> and how to act it <laughs> and direct himself. Um, <laughs> all of the things <laughs> uh shouts bill hater um best actress in a drama <sighs> oh my god okay it's my turn <laughs> <laughs> Our Best Actress in a Drama winner is Sandra Oh for Killing Eve. Um, And also, Zendaya was our runner-up for this category, and I don't think that is something that we should fail to mention because Zendaya was phenomenal in Euphoria. But my girl, Sandra Oh, one of the billions of gay awakenings I've had. You know, she was the first stop on that train. Grey's Anatomy, Christine Yang, we loved her. Mm -hmm. We stand Mm -hmm. her. Mm -hmm. And now she's just making incredible television on Killing Eve. I know there's been a lot of discourse about Killing Eve being queer baby. Um, as a queer person myself, I don't care. She has done a phenomenal job on this show. Her performances are always endlessly strong, and so it makes sense that here on Arts Awards, she takes the win for Best Actress in a Drama. She has yet to do that at the Emmys, so we'll see um, if she pulls off a Golden Globes? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have to see. I don't we'll think that's... See. We'll have to wait and watch. Well, she did win last year, actually. She yeah, did win yeah. for Killing Eve last year. Oh, yeah. She also hosted, and she was amazing. Yeah, she I was. I loved oh, her. Oh, she was. Her and Andy Samberg. I just needed to mention A that. killer team. Yeah, The most amazing. unassuming killer exactly. team. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> I love Sandra. She's great. Fingers crossed um, again. Best actor in a drama. Billy Porter in Pose. Honestly, our department is so progressive. <laughs> that was me being sarcastic. Stop. Uh, this is us lining up with the Emmys. He won yeah, it yeah. really is. Yeah. Um, I will say I have not watched Pose. I love Billy Porter. I think he's great. I saw him <laughs> on that SNL sketch earlier this season. Wow. The season <laughs> Tom Hall. Um, the arts and entertainment editor. <laughs> I must admit. I also have not seen. I also have not seen Killing You because I can't watch TV drama. It's but, okay. Hey. Yeah. It's okay. I'm just like silently dying, not because you haven't seen Pose, but because just your. I love Billy Porter. He's great. <laughs> I saw him in that that sketch. That, that, sketch. that SNL. Do you, did you guys did see, you see that? it? Did, did you the see town hall? It was so cute. <laughs> he was there. He was he was in that. I think. I think he did a great job. Oh, he's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes. But yes, shouts out to Billy Porter. His I've only seen the first season of Pose, uh, so I am no better. But he's a phenomenal actor. He deserves all of this and more. Yeah, Best limited series for sure. <laughs> Best limited series. Okay, our winner for Best Limited oh Series was season two of Big Little Lies, and then the runner-up was Chernobyl. Um, which I like to shout out the runner-up because I thought Chernobyl was outstanding, as did many other people. As did the Emmys. <laughs> as did the Emmys. Um, but we gave it to Big Little Lies Season 2, which... We love a dynamic female cast. Yeah, we do. We do love Mostly that. Mostly white, but we love that too. You know. So let's talk about Big Little Lies for two seconds. I... So... Interestingly enough, it, I mean, obviously was not eligible for this round of Emmys just because it premiered shortly before, I, I guess, that voting was like a, yeah. Whatever it might be. It was in the summer. Yeah. Um, and this season, undoubtedly, was worse than the, than the last. It was like... <laughs> wow. It was like... <laughs> I wasn't was, sure how that was going to go. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I, I will say, I think... Um, Unfortunately, it was a continuation of the 
plot from last season, which mm-hmm. was, I think, stretched a bit thin. But I I think the saving grace of the, the season was Meryl Streep. She did great. You hated her character, but you loved Meryl Streep. It was a very strange dynamic. Um, but she does that so well. Yeah. I need more people to be talking about the fact that Nicole Kidman can keep slipping into her Australian accent in almost all of her performances. Is she Australian? Yeah, she's Australian. Dude. And she, okay, look, if you watch Big Big Little Lies, you will see it. Yeah. No, I believe you. Someone who's supposed to be from Monterey, but Monterey, (laughs) but frequently, frequently sounds very very obviously australia i feel like that makes sense though because if you're trying to really hit that california accent hard then it would it would make sense to slip into an australian Australian accent yeah Yeah. would it no um (laughs) haven't you heard a california say a california a californian say oreo like they obviously say oreo (laughs) like the australians do (laughs) i do not say oreo what No, I talk like I'm from California. And if you're from Monterey, like that might as well just be an Australian accent Monterey. right there. <laughs> just the 405 And then that leads us into... Our big heavy hitters. Which are, well, the, the first... <laughs> Okay, best comedy series. I will vouch for this. I know you guys won't. I've not seen it. <laughs> I haven't saying, seen it. I'm not saying the best comedy series is Fleabag and the runner-up, but the winner in my heart <laughs> is Barry. Barry. Yeah, yeah, and that's so, what we're going to spend the next five minutes talking about. No. So, Barry. <laughs> no, so Fleabag is best comedy series. Um, Fleabag was incredible. I mean, I... My hot take is that it's not really a full-length series. It's like a little baby limited comedy series. And it's beautiful. It's touching. It's poignant. It's 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 very... I mean, it, it draws you in immediately. You know almost nothing and almost everything about the main characters. Um, you never even learn the main character's name. And I think that's something... Ever? That's, it's Fleabag. She refers to herself as Fleabag. So that's like, yeah, that's the that's the point of the you show. You guys can't see me, but my hand is over my <laughs> mouth in shock. Um, it's, I think the the concept of it is really well done. It's very artistic. It's very funny. When it's funny, it's hilarious. When it's charming, it's incredibly charming. And of course, the season will forever be defined by Hot Priest, Andrew Scott. Um, I was excited to watch it going into it. I think he's a great actor. I think Phoebe Waller-Bridge is amazing. She's taken the world by storm. And I wish there was more, but I'm kind of glad that there won't be because mm. it was such a perfect ending. So, yeah, plea bag. Okay. Which leads us into our final category for TV, Best Drama, which, courtesy of the Arts Department, was given to Stranger Things. Hell yeah. <laughs> Come on, baby. Hell yeah. Game okay. Rose? Not no, don't we don't know her. her. We, don't we, don't, know we actually don't know her. She wasn't even runner-up. No, no. This Is Us was runner-up. This is a, Stranger Things is number I one drama. And This Is Us was number two. Nobody wanted to vote for Game of Thrones because I think everyone was pissed about the last season. Justified. And they were like, wouldn't it be hilarious if This we Is get. Us ranked higher than Game of Thrones? But Stranger Things won Best Drama. Season three, I just finished watching all yeah. of it. Pretty stellar. Yeah. Very different i would say from yes. the last two seasons because season two i think was trying to ape season one a yeah bit, and, and it, it did like, not was very in the middle yeah i was very yeah. like in the middle for me and then season three they went a new direction it was like the summer theme and you had the mall and it was yeah. a bit more of a different kind of like more colorful slice of 80s culture i was gonna say fun. they really leaned into the 80s yeah with this season, it's a much I love. campier season yeah. which was super fun i loved all the you know, young teenage love yeah. <laughs> subplot. Ah, uh, yeah, hello. <laughs> also, I think it's worth saying that, like, everybody has been, like, I can't swear on this podcast. I almost did. <laughs> Everyone has been um, really loving Stranger Things. Both Grace and I, this year, just decided at se- at separate points, but still in the same year, the same span of, like, three months, decided, you know, it's time. And yeah. just binge the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that, I think that says a lot about us as people. <laughs> I watched it so fast. still hasn't hit me yet. I've never You'll seen find it. That's right. Episode. For me, I... And Annika has a post of Stranger Things, a poster of Stranger I Things really in her in apartment. apartment. Yeah, you're so... This is just like, a tr- like literally for me, I came home from a party. Sorry, mom and dad. I came home from a party at like 2 a.m. 
Um, I ordered cheese fries on Uber Eats because I might have been a little um, hungry. Anyway, I was, <laughs> and I, and I was like. I'm going to watch Stranger Things. And that was the moment for me. So maybe you need to just get, get you'll reach that low. Yeah. And get some cheese fries on Uber Eats. Watch all Stranger Things. Because I was hungry. Yeah. Um, so that's why I won Best Drama. Um, but it's a comfort thing. It's, it's good. Like, it's well made. It it's well done. Well, because yeah. for me, I did, it wasn't like, I was getting ready to leave the country for a month when I started binging it. And I I think it was like, I sat down in the middle of my living room, like very close to my TV. It was unnecessarily close and watched Stranger Things for maybe four hours straight. And it's... I didn't move. And then I had a flight to catch four hours later. <laughs> and I mean, making a show that addictive is takes a ton of talent. People are often like, oh, comfort food, like it could be bad. And there's, but there's a difference between well done comfort food and lazy comfort food. And I would put Stranger Things in the well done category. So why not give a best drama? We did. Yeah. 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 And we owe it all to Finn Wolfhard. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) Finn Wolfhard, baby. (laughs) Thanks for your service. gonna go but they get there and i'm like yeah okay yeah. thanks finn wolfhard oh we're so um, grateful finn wolfhard so grateful. okay this is <laughs> hey no, no 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 here's what i'm gonna say finn wolfhard is so like he's so like, he's grown up, but they still make him have that, like, child's yeah. haircut. Yeah, why? And it looks so weird, because he's, like, the t- he's, like, tall, yeah. and yet he has, like, this w- it's It's weird to look at. Yeah. They need to fix that next. And they the kept one- doing that in every piece of media he was in. It, too? Yeah, Baby. they're like, hi, he's six, I don't know, he's, like, six <laughs> feet, I don't know. He's tall, but they're like, oh, let's CGI his face to look psycho. <laughs> like, he looks insane in It, too. He looks insane in Stranger Things. All his clothes yeah. are too small. I'm they like, are! He's Why? a grown boy, somebody help him. <laughs> On the Stranger Things set, they make him look, they do him so dirty, he looks so bad. <laughs> Same with Will Byers. The yeah, kids, like, oh, they, they did him so dirty. He, his bowl cut, I'm like, he's so old now, like. And Joyce Byers does not seem like the kind of mother that would force him to get a bowl cut, well, which Joyce, makes... She grew her hair out for the third season. Like, her hair looks more modern in that yes. season, but she doesn't think to, to drive her boy to the to get his hair cut. He looks insane. But he has a perfectly trimmed bowl cut, so my question is, who's doing it? She and is. Why? I bet she's maintaining it, because she, she doesn't want him to run away again no. or something. So keep him in that bowl cut so no one will ever love him. Yeah. Oh, that's mean. Oh, sad. Oh. <laughs> We love our little gay will buyers. That's not canon, but it is canon. It anyway. Is. Okay. <laughs> anyway, music. <laughs> uh, okay. Can that be like the intro song for this podcast? Please? <laughs> Just no. Anyway, oh music. <laughs> okay. uh, music. Music. Shall we? Yes. No, let's. What do you. <laughs> Please. Um, what can I say about music that hasn't already been said about Stranger Things? <laughs> um, a lot? <laughs> best um, best okay. breakout artist. Breakout artist. Lizzo. Okay. Now, can we talk about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to. Of um, course. <laughs> as per the, the mandate of this podcast, <laughs> Lizzo took our best breakout artist, um, and I think that that is a very strange choice, because Lizzo has been making music for years. Mm-hmm. Like, for years. Yeah. But I'm not upset about it. I'm thrilled. Yeah. It just all kind of, like, lined up mm-hmm. this year for her. Like Phoebe like, Waller-Bridge, who's mm-hmm. also been performing for years and years and years. Exactly. Like, she just had a couple singles, like, this year that were actually singles from the past, past years. Yeah. Like, I think one of Juice her, like, is the only one that was, like, it, the most recent that kind of blew up. But, like, Truth yeah. Hurts and... um good as hell both came out years ago are old yeah Yeah. and they just kind of had like a renaissance this year yeah and thank god like (laughs) yeah because i love you her third album exactly number three so um but yeah here she is taking honestly taking the world by storm again with body positivity and and black girl magic which we love and we stand um very grateful that she's on our list and very grateful that she's getting the attention she deserves and of course it would be uh we'd be remiss if we did not mention that our runner-up was the also very talented Billie eilish yeah um i don't 17 years old 
I watched her variety, the like three years yeah. interview yesterday, and it just made me feel bad about myself. Yeah, I'm like. She's also very wise for her age. She is. Or self aware, I should say. She is, yeah. But she's also still a kid, and that's very evident, also. Yeah. Yeah. Weird dichotomy. I have to watch that interview still. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Good yeah, for both her. Of them. Good for yeah. her. Lucille Bluth, good for her. Um, <laughs> best music video? was lights up by harry styles um the only reason this this one i mean among many honestly is because it's kind of a wild ride like harry styles is essentially walking around shirtless in Mm -hmm. a crowd of other semi half naked people wow i wonder Um, how this one got the most i know (laughs) okay i need to talk about something and I, i i need to say it and i hope he hears it harry styles who i'm viscerally attracted to yeah is ugly okay i mean <laughs> no yeah. i mean yeah thank you <laughs> i feel the same i feel the same way and i'm not viscerally attracted to him i'm just like he's a little he's a little ugly he's a little he also ugly. does the, the facial hair like bad bad, bad like, really bad. bad he can't grow it and nobody's like told him yet I yeah. don't like to use this phrase. I I don't, but it does look like he has pubes on his face. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it does. It, it, mm. <laughs> Harry. Oh, Harry. But you, damn, if you don't know how to, he be dressing. He no, does. He, yeah. He's a stylish yeah. young man. He is. Good, for Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> Good for Harry Styles. Yeah. Um, but moving on. <laughs> Best song, uh, non Billboard. Non Billboard. And by this, we, we, we are, don't know what this means. Yeah, we're, we're kind gonna of, be upfront. We, kind of, you guys, we did this whole spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of carrying on traditions from previous um, terms, previous arts awards rounds, and our you know non Billboard qualifier is really more a non top forty song, like yeah. something that's the best song of the year that didn't necessarily get constant radio airplay. Well, it didn't chart on the Billboard Hot yeah. One Hundred. Yeah. So these are more under the radar songs that we thought deserved recognition, and because they are under the radar, I have not listened to either of these songs. <laughs> yeah. So Ariane. <laughs> Yeah, um, I feel really bad. I'm pretty sure I nominated our winner, which was Beyonce's Brown Skin Girl. Um, I've never heard it. I'm so sorry. I was supposed to be championing music. That was oh my, my one job. I've never heard this, this song. This is an iconic round of arts awards. It is. Uh, the best? Maybe. The worst? Definitely. Um, but it doesn't... I also, like, I... Yeah, I, I guess good for Beyonce again. Yeah. She's been kind of quiet this year, yeah. I feel like. Maybe she's, um, she's brewing something else for she's, us. She's winding up. She's winding up to <laughs> swing. Yeah, that's what I think. And knock us all straight on our ass with yeah. some other dynamic display of talent. But yeah. for now, Brown Skin Girl still takes it uh, yeah. for best song on Billboard. Yeah. Followed by No Halo, which I have heard. And it's an amazing song. It is. Uh, very, very good. It is yeah. a fantastic song. Um, you, if you... <laughs> listen to the other podcast I'm featured on, um, Two Piece of Podcast. Uh, oh. We do talk about this album from the lovely Brockhampton, and of the, like, songs on it, this is probably my favorite, so. I think, same here. Yeah. yeah Go Brockhampton. Um, best Billboard song, best Billboard Top 100 single. This is our Top 40 yeah. songs category. Yeah. And I have um, heard both, both of these, both of these songs. songs. As you should. If you haven't, I will say I would be I would be shocked. If you haven't, I have to imagine this part of the podcast is not very interesting to No. You. Yeah. But Old Town Road. Yeah. Let's come hear on. It. It's a bop. It's an absolute bop. It's so good. Yeah. I've listened to it many a time. <laughs> this summer, the song was inescapable. The song has essentially been inescapable all year. Yeah. Um, Lil Nas X, I'm so glad that he's on our radars. Uh, he His Twitter is hilarious. Yeah. He is our age, more or less. And I think that he's very in with the meme culture. The song became popular because of TikTok. TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I think that says something about the way music is shared today. I know. But yeah, that's actually also why a lot of the re- TikTok is kind of semi-responsible for bringing Lizzo to the limelight. Yeah. Truth hurts. Yeah. So I just took shout a DNA out to TikTok. Test. Yeah. yeah. 
I think it's also interesting that the runner-up in this category was Bad Guy by yeah, Billie Eilish. Yeah, Billie Eilish. Another she, song. Yeah, she is also very young. Like, yeah. both her and Lil Nas X are really young. Yeah. So, you know. So if you didn't feel bad about yourself yet, I know, two teams. take this as the opportunity <laughs> to shame yourself. Songs. Best album? Best album. Uh, I was going to say comes as no surprise, but it might... I don't know you. <laughs> it um, I mean, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It was awarded to the lovely Lizzo again for Cuz I Love You, which mm-hmm. bops on bops on bops. Yeah. So good. It yeah. was a very, very masterfully constructed album. Like, you know, everything about, like, the way the songs have been arranged. Also, they're all so good. Yeah. Like, they're all very danceable. And the ones that aren't danceable are, like, powerful. Yeah. She really flexed her range on this one, folks, and it shows. Yeah. So that's what we okay. gave. Our runner-up here was Norman F. Word Rockwell uh, by Lana Del Rey. Rye? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, by Lana, Lana Del, Del Rey. Rey. <laughs> yeah. Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. <laughs> oh, God, stop. <laughs> um, yeah, that also was something people were talking about for quite a bit. And apparently they were talking about it enough to give Lana Del Rey our title for Artist of the Year. Ah, yes. Now, I have to say, this was one of the more puzzling ones for me. Because, like, I know everybody loves Lana Del Rey. Why do I keep calling her that? (laughs) Everyone loves her. Uh, I told you that Californians speak with an Australian accent, (laughs) Grace. That's not Australian. (laughs) I kind of get where you're coming from now. I get it. I get it. No. Yeah. It makes sense. Thank you so much, Anika. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I also didn't listen to the album. Me neither. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> artist of the so, year. <laughs> was Shout out to Lana Del Rey. Yeah. Yeah. I love that album. I think oh. what the intention was was kind of splitting up these big awards to what staff felt um, between what staff felt were two very worthy artists. Yeah. So yeah. yeah if Lizzo secured best album, I feel like there was a bit of split voting going on here. Yeah. And they gave Lana Best Artist. Yeah. Or Artist of the Year. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Both of Because uh, I Love You and Norman F. Word Rockwell. Um, <laughs> this is like... <laughs> they were both also nominated for Album of the Year yeah. at the Grammy, the Grammys. The upcoming Grammys. So we'll wait and see what, what takes it. What it they, could be uh, neither of them, knowing the Grammys. Re- <laughs> oh, it really could. <laughs> um, and, of course, runner-up Brockhampton. Which I love. I really yeah. do love that. I love, like, they're very, I, don't, I just love Brockhampton, and that's yeah. really exciting to see them, this very unconventional ragtag team of folks, yeah. take, or even ki- come close to taking a very, very big category. So, with that, we wrap up music and move on to film uh, yeah, so to begin, this was, I think, a the good, most contentious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This category had a lot of very close votes, mm-hmm. um, which I think we should take as being indicative of the fact that this was a really good year for film. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of films that our staff felt were worthy of recognition. There were a lot of films that we nominated um, that I felt were outstanding yeah. there's some stuff on here that i think mm, might get a little overlooked at the oscars which is why i'm glad that we're talking about it yeah, here mm-hmm. um yeah so without further ado we can start with the best screenplay category um the winner of this we gave it to jordan peele for us and then the runner-up was lulu wong for the farewell um, before we talk about who actually won, I want to give a shout out to Knives Out, which we nominated, but I don't think anyone on staff saw yeah. by the time voting happened, but that would be, I think I would be remiss and upset with myself if I did not mention it here. I thought that was, that personally, that was my favorite screenplay. I think that deserves the best screenplay mm. of the year. So go see Knives Out. But Jordan Peele for us. He won screenplay for Get Out at the Oscars. Mm -hmm. And then I think he showed a lot of the same skills um, with this film that he did with that one. There's a lot of social allegory and very imagine like the the universe of this film is very imaginative and original, which you don't often see in big Hollywood movies now. Yeah. Um, and it touches on a lot of themes that I think kind of were very prevalent across 
films made all of this year, which is kind of, I mean, social class, a bit of class warfare, the imagery of these people kind of living in this subterranean mm -hmm. environment, you know, like... Interesting partner film with Parasite. Yeah, interesting mm -hmm. to talk about with Parasite and, like, other things that came... Spoilers! <laughs> with Parasite yeah. and other things that came out this year, you know, kind of, they live, you know, you think that you're so far away from these people, but in reality you live so close to each other, they're right underneath you, they're just like you, you know, there's a lot kind of going on in terms of mm -hmm. what I think Peel is trying to accomplish with this screenplay. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also just, like, straight-up scary and yeah. well done in that sense as well. So, yeah, that was our winner. It was a scary, scary movie. Oh, it was so terrifying. It was <laughs> so scary. <laughs> it was... I still haven't been able to watch it again. Like, I saw Me it. either. I haven't been able to watch it again. I will say... It's I'm not like, that scary. It's not I'm, that scary. Okay. I, that's coming from me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I'm kind of a psycho, yeah. I love horror films, yeah. though, and not, like, ooky spooky, like, spooked yeah. Baby Yawn. So... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should watch it again. Maybe I'll feel differently. But That's good. Best director, Lulu Wong for The Farewell. A bit of a surprise in this category. Yeah. I don't think she's necessarily been in the awards convo or the general best director discourse. Yeah. Um, but people love The Farewell. Yeah. Rightfully Our staff so. especially loved The Farewell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and I thought it was stunning. It's a very earnest mm -hmm. film and it's a very human film. Um, it is. Yeah. And especially, like, when you have a film that does something as as what shouldn't be, but is revolutionary as, you know, front foregrounding an all-Asian cast, like, which is not something that you see yeah. very often. Mm -hmm. More recently, you have been seeing it a bit more. But to have this kind of story be told, which is, I think, pretty intrinsically rooted in that experience and have those themes still read as very universal um, is a testament to... Lulu Wong's storytelling ability, which I mean, she was runner up for screenplay as well. So, mm -hmm. Lulu Wong, yeah, is and a also woman. a shout out to Bong Joon Ho for the film Parasite, who is our runner up. Um, we'll talk more about it later. Spoilers. Um, best score, Michael Abel. Yes, uh, for us, um, this score was nothing short. I love to say this word, masterful. It was creepy in all the right ways it gave it it had such an intricate ebb and flow in all the right places um and the way that it was able to co-opt something like <laughs> the song i got five on it it's so memorable which has you know kind of occupied the space like being notoriously creepy anyway and then really playing up those things really speaks to the nature of the film itself which very much played on present anxieties social anxieties um and i think that the score uh, really expertly articulates that as well so it is definitely deserving of its win here and i have to give a shout out to the runner-up for best score which was alan silvestri for his work on avengers endgame this is where i get insufferable people um <laughs> i actually thought that his score for this film is so excellent because it kind of encapsulates what the joy with Marvel movies is for a lot of people, which is kind of like watching characters that you already know interact and work together um, and kind of watching their personalities bounce off each other. And a lot of what makes the score great is how it incorporates existing musical themes from the MCU. Oh, yeah. So you get um, like the Captain, like you get a Captain America riff from the first Avenger. You get themes for Thanos from Infinity War. You get the classic Avengers theme from the first Avengers mm -hmm. movie. And it really kind of foregrounds all of these amazing, like triumphant moments that happen throughout the movie. So mm -hmm. like Sylvester's score is a big part of why those big moments are so exciting oh, to watch. Because yeah. the music yeah. gets you so pumped up. I, I truly think it's so excellent and adds... A lot to the film. So. I hope yeah. he's nominated. I hope they're both nominated. For the Oscars. Yeah. yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't be, to be yeah. honest. Mm, they might cut Sylvestri out. Really? Yeah. The Oscars, they, the don't Oscars don't give, they do not want to give Endgame anything. People, yeah. I, yeah. I'm... It's not going to happen. <laughs> Good thing we're giving it our next title as well. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, our next category is Best Ensemble Cast, and the winner was Avengers Endgame, which has, like, the ensemble cast to beat all ensemble casts. That's true. Um, I mean, say one thing. Yeah. I will say, I mean, Black Panther won the SAG Award, the Screen Actors Guild Award, for ensemble cast earlier 
this year. And I think it would be honestly amazing to see Endgame take an award like that if it wins nothing else this award season, prestige yeah. award season, if it takes that. I And it's deserving. It's a good time at the movies. It I is. I mean, at the end of the day, like... Yeah. And I mean, what's more ensemble than literally bringing together the entirety of the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe for one last hurrah? Like, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, the movie is about that. assemble. Yeah. Like, that, that's, you know, yeah. and I think that you you actually see, I think this is, spoilers, uh, that, you know, this is Tony Stark's swan song. Yeah. And so Robert Downey Jr., I actually think, gives a great central performance. you just gave that away. <laughs> whatever, whatever, you guys. Um, yeah. If you didn't, okay, you live under a rock, we don't know what that's like. <laughs> you know, I think Chris Evans is excellent. You know, all the original Avengers are kind of, like, comfortable in their roles. But I think you can see them pushing themselves a bit more in this movie. They're yeah. doing different things with their characters because of the time jump. Paul Rudd is an amazing comedic kind of, like, a supporting character presence, um, Bradley Cooper as Rocket, you know, I, you get all these great little character moments, which is why the MCU is so great, and that's because of the cast being outstanding. So I am proud that Endgame won the ensemble cast yep. award here. Yeah, I'll second it. Mm-hmm. Thirded. Um, best supporting actress, an interesting category. This one um, was a surprise. But I am living for it. Jennifer Lopez for Hustlers. Honestly, would love it if she took home awards this season for the role. She's I think, in the conversation. Yeah, well, and she's, she's an a excellent actress. actress exactly. Yeah, she can't sing. <laughs> and she I her crazy claim. I will die on that. Hill. No, no. Do you see crazy claim? I said that's a crazy thing to claim that J Lo can't sing. <laughs> that's crazy. She <laughs> no, said. I mean, yo, come on! I like, mean, the disre- that is disrespectful. No, I, Wait, I what? can't tell if you're being serious. I am being serious. I'm no. Oh no! Jayla has some bops, you guys. Oh no, she has some bops. Yeah, yeah. She can't sad. sing. She's a performer. She is a performer. <laughs> oh my god! What? Okay, she's a better dancer than she is a singer. Yes, but like she she's can't a better not sing. <laughs> I think that leaves us at that. Um, <laughs> best supporting actor. Is Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He is incredible in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Is he? He's just like, his character is magnetic. The coolest guy on planet Earth, um, essentially, (laughs) is what Brad Pitt is essentially what Brad Pitt is playing in that movie. Yeah, it's Um, kind of a it's kind of a parody of this of this previous career. It's kind of both of them looking back, Leo and and Brad looking back on their careers and kind of. Kind of doing self-aware performances, and I think Brad's Brad's first name basis. Brad, Pitt's, yeah. Um, I Your think, friend Brad, <laughs> my friend Brad, Our Brad, friend, my yeah. pal. Um, I think that his performance is so effective because it is so nonchalant and it is so self-aware and also so integral to the plot of the film. Um, the, integral. The, integral. Is that how y'all say it? Integral. Integral? I, I, used to say, I integral. say integral. Okay, I, is that wrong? I said, one of my elementary school teachers told me it was wrong, and I've been very self conscious of my pronunciation of it ever since wow. then. I say integral. Wow. Integral. That's probably how you pronounce it. <laughs> yeah, but Brad, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was really um, outstanding. That's what he is. He is that word. Um, yeah. And the runner up for best supporting actor was Robert Downey Jr. for Avengers Game. I think you. Who made these nominations? I wonder. <laughs> I uh, wonder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, RDJ, it's his, supposedly, a last appearance as Tony Stark, and he's he gives an incredible goodbye. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's outstanding. So, runner-up. Yeah. Best actress. Lupita Nyong'o, which is incredibly deserved, because how is she not going to get this win, for us at least? For us. For, for us. us. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, she played two people. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Two very different people who were... Okay, there's so many layers to there's that performance. So it's. I mean, it's a very physical performance. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, both of the characters are dancers. Like, the fi- you know, the physicality of both characters yeah. is very important. I mean, everyone talks about this, but, like, the voice that the clone yes. has is crazy. It's terrifying. Um, and I do just want to say this. 
if a man was playing this type of role that was like physically demanding and made them have to play two characters, mm-hmm. they would be in the conversation Constantly. all year, even yeah. if the film came out in March. And I feel like Lupita's just getting like slept on. Like yeah. she might yeah. not even get nominated for this. Yeah. Film, I hope she is though. Which would be, I think, is insane. I she's like. Like the range that she shows, yeah, and the commitment, like she throws herself into this. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. you know, it's just like a really bonkers performance, yeah. Which I don't know if we've really seen from her before, and it no. was like a joy. Well, this was her first starring role. Yeah, yeah. which yeah, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Like she got an Academy Award. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah. she's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she deserves this yeah. win and and many more. Yeah. And of course, our runner-up here was Aquafina for the farewell. Yeah, she might win in her first dramatic role. Yeah, yeah. and again, that's another actress who's demonstrating some in like killing it unexpected here. range. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Aquafina was for, at least from my childhood or childhood, my teenage years was like you know the campy, like self-deprecating, mm-hmm. hilarious rapper yeah. who turned you know probably Oscar-nominated yeah. actress. Yeah, hoping for it. We'll see. Rooting for both of these ladies. Um, best actor. Love our staff. Um, Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Yes, we, king. <laughs> uh, Grace and I watched this movie recently and both loved it. I, yeah. I can I can say that. I and I it. think that Adam Driver's performance is the heart and the soul and just the driving, excuse the pun, like the driving force of the entire film. Yes. Like I think that um, my... I, I think there's so many different things that work about this movie that shouldn't work otherwise, like an emotional scene that's kind of played out through a song, a, a traditional divorce movie fight scene that's played out completely naturally and with so many different angles and in every single one, I think that his performance is so powerful. And as much as it is a film that strives for balance between the two sides, I think that the heartbreak that you witness through his character is so legitimate and so authentic. And yeah, I loved his performance. Yeah. I mean, his performance is, I would just like watching the film is almost like watching theater because it feels so. It is very theatrical. Yeah. I mean, not only just like theatrical, it feels immediate. Like it feels very close to you and very raw as you're watching it. Like in the sense of a play more than a musical. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's like theater. Um, and I think that his performance is a big part of that. I mean, sometimes you're watching movies and you're watching this kind of big scene and you think to yourself, like, this will be the scene that they play, you know, when they read their name out at the Oscars. And I think, uh, like, Adam Drive, like, every other scene he has in this movie is a scene like that. Like, he's just out, he's brilliant every single moment he's on screen in this film. And um, I'm so happy that that he won this here, yeah. and I hope to see him win at the Oscars. I have Me yet too. to see a better leading. Yeah. I mean, the leading man race is already probably the most competitive. It's the most competitive. Best it's picture insane. and best actor, honestly. Yeah, best actor is gonna be insane because you you have Leo, you've got De Niro, like you have. Leo was our runner up. Yeah, and he was been... after I saw Once Upon a Time. He was my early favorite to take the award. Same. Um, it was interesting. I was like. Taron Egerton in Rocketman, oh. Egerton, Egerton, um, Leo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time, and I think since then there's been so, there have been so many leading male performances, traditional leading male performances that seem like they could enter this race, but yeah. Adam Driver, I think, has been my favorite this year. Yeah, best actor is going to be a bloodbath, yeah. and the fact that, Ad- but Adam Driver is just like, Above all of those names, Adam Driver for me was far and away the best, which I yeah. just think I am like, I'm praying that he wins at yeah. the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. Big year for Adam Driver. I love the Star report. Star Wars. <laughs> He's um, winning it, you guys. I swear. <laughs> uh, best animated feature Toy Story 4. I don't want to say there was no competition for this, but there was oh. no competition for this. There was plenty. <laughs> uh, so, Frozen 2, which I have not seen yet, also came out this year and made a like a big old splash, so much money. Yeah. Um, so so much money. Yes, and our runner up for this award is actually the Adams family. <laughs> yeah, um, a charming 
little movie that I am so glad that I <laughs> paid to see. Yeah, I we we paid real money. We, we all went together to see it. We paid for our tickets. We were the only ones in the theater. It was so fun. I was howling. Was it because I was deliriously tired and got free popcorn and was again alone in the theater? Maybe. Yeah. Here's the thing about the Adams family. Yet another film this year. Film. Cinema. 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 Finn Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. Nobody's talking about Finn Wolfhard's year. (laughs) (laughs) Who let's talk about it, okay? The Goldfinch. (laughs) The Goldfinch? Stranger Things. It's chapter two, which shows up on this list not one time. (laughs) Great! Wow. I, I don't even acknowledge that that's the truth. It Chapter 2 is going to win the Academy Award for Best Picture. Yeah, for Best Most Important Movie of 2019. Bill Hader Supporting Actor Nomination. Where? Where is Rubbed. it? Okay, anyway. <laughs> anyway, The Addams Family was the runner-up, and Toy Story 4 will win this at the Oscars. It will win it. Yeah. It, win it, might it might not. Frozen 2 might two. take it. Oh, okay. I think it will beat out Frozen I, I have a feeling I don't. Because, okay, it's interesting because Disney and Pixar, like, main, like, regular Disney films rather than Disney Pixar films have been kind of taking it the last couple years. Yeah. Last year, um, Spider-Man won over Incredibles 2 mm-hmm. um, in previous well, years. Spider-Man was Sony. That wasn't even Disney. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Just kidding. Sorry, sorry. Scratch that. <laughs> Sony film. Um, <laughs> we so, know. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Incredibles 2 did not win last year. Which I was- think good not a surprise yeah no. toy story 4 toy story 4 was good i know a lot of people believe it's the best one Some people do believe they i have a hard time easy one two three four no, really sorry, two one three four for me that's how wow. i read them. but no two three one four that's that's it that's it that's okay. what i'm gonna say okay um anyway i descending order descending yeah best i think toy story 2 you best. think three is worse than Wait. No, I said two, three, one, four. Two, three, That's one, my four. final. Okay, yeah. okay. Sorry. Um, I cried at the end of Toy Story. If you haven't seen it yet, I'm gonna spoil it right now. I broke my heart. Wait, I don't want to hear so it. Sorry. Did you not see it? No, I haven't seen okay, it. Sorry, I won't spoil it. I'm waiting it for it to get to heart. Disney Plus. It genuinely broke my heart. I don't like that. I was a sobbing mess. I, I like heard that. the theme in the beginning. I heard the theme in the beginning, and I was a sobbing mess, like essentially start to end. Um, but the ending truly broke my heart, no. and I was upset about it. But Wait, I no. moved on. Wait, no. I'm not gonna spoil it for you, are you? <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> I I think it will and probably should take the award. Well, okay. Um, yeah. So right. best I animated that. feature. Best international feature, uh, quick shout out to our runner-up, Tel Aviv on Fire, which I have not seen and have a feeling that most of our stuff has not seen. But we did do a piece on it. Yes. So at least one member of our staff Someone has, has seen indeed. it. Someone has indeed. But Parasite is undoubtedly, unquestionably our winner for best international feature this year. And I think uh, the more I step back and look back at this year, I think it's probably the best and most important film. Important is a word that's thrown out, like it's thrown around a lot when we talk about big pictures. I think that Parasite is is that movie this year. I'm excited to see. Stand the test of time. I'm excited to see if it breaches best Best picture. picture. I hope it's nominated. I hope it's nominated. Yeah. I have a feeling it won't win, but I hope it's nominated. I think for many people, Parasite spoke to you know our times yeah um more so than any other film this year and i think parasite shares themes with a lot of other films that have come out this year um but i mean every element of it is but i think it says it the most pointedly oh yeah it says it yeah so that's my i love parasite which i love because bong joon ho was like has said that he didn't expect it to resonate the way that it has which i think is really cool Yeah. yeah We'll see. Uh, I think it will get nominated for Best Picture. I do, too. I think it will win Best International it Feature will. in and all then... of the controversy surrounding that category. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, it should. It will. Yeah. Um, yeah. Best Motion Picture. Y'all. We've arrived, folks. Um, I just wanted to say that I, before we actually talk really briefly about this category, um, 2019, I thought initially was going to be a terrible year for movies. Like, I got halfway through and I was like, there's nothing besides my theater experience at Avengers Endgame and besides, you know, seeing us. There was nothing that really, like, pulled me in and, like, I felt like, hey, this is it. But as the year has gone on and even with the films that I haven't seen that are upcoming, um, Little Women, namely, Cats. I mean, 
Star Wars. I think that uh, 2019 is actually turning out to be a really great year for movies. Better than 2018, um, in oh, my opinion. The lowest bar ever. All better than Green Book and Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. That is for sure. Oh, yeah. And so, best, best oh, I almost spoiled it. <laughs> best motion picture. Um, our runner-up was Booksmart. Yes. Um, which I think is really funny. I voted for Booksmart for Best Picture. Not because I think that it deserves it, but because I just really love that film, and I think a lot of people really loved that film. Yeah. Um, and to see it get so much love, even if it didn't get as much, like, box office um, renown, is really cool. So that's our runner-up. Yeah. Um, but our winner is Marriage Story. Yeah. I can't say enough about this film. I think it's close to a perfect movie. I think it's, um, of course, my only personal reasons for not giving it a full five in my review would be uh, because I am so drawn to the issue of class in a film like Parasite. And I think that's still a blind spot in films like Marriage Story. But I think at the end of the day, in terms of filmmaking, in terms of storytelling, I firmly believe that it's the best, if not one of the best films of the year. Yeah, it's kind of other way around. It's one of the best, if not the best films of the year. Yeah, I think it's kind of the consummate drama. Um, I think it's perfectly acted, and that's probably the film's best selling point for me, is the performances are just stunning. Um, Everyone in it is amazing. Um, But yeah, it just feels like a very intimately performed, incredibly well-written play. And getting to watch that in the theater, getting to watch that play out, um, was very emotional and just incredible. It's, yeah. I will be watching it when it comes out on Netflix. I was going to say, it's coming to Netflix, right? Yeah, it comes out on Netflix December 6th. So get on your couches and watch Watch it. it. (laughs) Watch it. Um... Okay, that was pretty much it for our yeah. Arts Awards of 2019. Uh, thank you for following the arts department this semester. We truly appreciate all of your love and comments and everything on our content um, and for checking out our podcast. Uh, stay tuned for all of our coverage of the spring. Grace, do you want to give a couple of I sure do. Um, so next spring, the arts department will have our hands full because it's the the throw. We will be in the throes of awards season. Um, so be sure to look out for our Golden Globes content that will be coming out in January. Um, Grammys will also be in January, so you'll get all your music content there. And then of course we have uh, the big guy. We've got the Oscars at the beginning of February, so we will be publishing a mammoth amount of stuff around that. So be sure to. And don't to... forget the MTV Movie Awards. Oh, and the MTV Movie Awards. <laughs> the penultimate award show. <laughs> uh, so be sure to visit the Daily Cow or pick up a print paper for all of your. Oscars season related, news. all of your award season news, and all of your arts and entertainment news around Berkeley and the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have a safe and fun holiday, folks. Thanks yeah. for sticking with us. Happy holidays. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>